0: What's shaking? Hey, I'm Rick Jordan. Today, we're going all in. The stuff that I'm going to tell you today, by people who don't want to grow by people who are, uh, who are happy in their safe place of suffering, you know, that that are okay with mediocrity, they'll take some of what I have to say, as she being cocky and arrogant and all of that but here's the here's the thing is that it's it's just facts and that's what it is and and you might have heard the phrase that the truth is something that some people don't even believe right when it's staring them in the face so I'm in this new book and when I was gonna say like it could be perceived as motivational today Tim Grover who's the author of this I don't know if you know Tim Grover, but I know who Tim Grover is I have friends who know him personally and coming from Chicago, people know Tim Grover because people know Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan hired this dude as his full time performance coach a couple of years before the Bulls won their first three championships and if you know the Chicago Bulls right back in the 90s 1990s, they run they won two back to back with like a break in between two back-to-back three-peats. I can't remember the exact years, but it was three championships, like a year or two off then three championships. And these teams were led by Michael Jordan. And that couple of years in between, Michael actually took some time off. And if you if you know your sports, he played baseball for a little bit, right? He was, he's an avid golfer, but he tried to dabble in baseball, you know, which turned out not to be his real gig. So he came back to the Bulls and then won another three P another three championships with them three years in a row. His right hand man was always Scottie Pippen always but Tim Grover was the dude behind the man behind MJ and he hired him as his performance coach. It was his first big client that Tim ever had and it's pretty cool because as he's talking about this so when I say that you know th- this could be perceived as motivational, it's interesting because when he works with people, he says, I'm not here to motivate you. I'm not here to inspire you. I'm expecting you to kick your own ass. I'm here to show you how to get better. I'm not here to, to teach you how to get up out of bed and actually say, hey, I'm going to do this or hey, I'm confident in this or hey, I can go out. This is something that I can do. All the people that he chose to work with were people that had a level of self-confidence already, the people who already were dissatisfied that would not accept losing. That's why the book is named Winning. That's exactly why the book is named winning He's like when I work with you, I expect you to kick your own ass. I'm not there to kick your ass. I'm not there to motivate you. And I appreciate that perspective because while I used to look at it as that it's like, man, if I could just like say the right words, if I could just do the right things, and this is as, uh, as a dad, as a, as a manager, as a CEO, even when I was preaching in churches as a, as a pastor, if I could just say the right things and motivate these individuals to get you from point A to point B, or not even so much that to get you to the point to where you're going to make a decision that that's what you want, then I've done my job, right? To be able to move the masses and all that, but that's not really what Tim does. And it's not really, I tell you, it takes a lot of energy for that. I mean, in that case, sometimes it's easy to get people to a point to where they are aware. And that's what I really like doing is I sat back and and thought about this. The motivation side of things, if you want to put it that way to motivate people is not fun. It's not fun for me to do. It really isn't because I actually get frustrated and I get to the point to where I start to think of why is this person not moving? Why are they not choosing this stuff? So then as I sat back after reading this book, it's like, you know what? It's really their responsibility and it's your responsibility to kick your own ass. It's your responsibility to motivate yourself. What I can do is bring awareness to your situation. What I can do is help illuminate a few things that you might not have become aware to yet. Now what I can liken this to is years ago when I watched a a documentary called fat, sick and nearly dead. It was that in combination with the dude walking in a movie theater that said, Hey, chubby to where I was like, Oh, man, because I grew up. And I tell the story about my weight loss all the time, but I don't really tell the story of how I got to that point how I got big to begin with. And the reason I got big to begin with is because I did not understand nutrition. I was not aware. And generally speaking, if you look at like 20, 30 years ago, not much of America really was aware of really what goes into proper and healthy nutrition organic didn't freaking exist. Okay, everything with milk was just milk, eggs were just eggs, greens, spinach was just spinach. You know, now you got 18 kinds of spinach, which I like pretty much all of them. But in addition to those 18 kinds, you also have 18 kinds of organic spinach. You know, th- there's all these different things that just didn't exist back then and there wasn't knowledge around how things actually really affect your body from a nutrition perspective. You know, And that's really when America, if you look at it now, the obesity rates from 30 years ago to the obesity rates right now, they're hugely enlarged today. Hugely. Because the amount of knowledge that didn't exist before, still doesn't, it exists, but now it's a difference of awareness. The knowledge didn't exist before, but now the knowledge exists. And now it's a matter of awareness. Because when I started being curious, when I started looking at things and I, that dude walked down the movie theater and then all of a sudden I started, I watched this documentary fat, sick and nearly dead. That's when it clicked. That's when I became aware. That's when everything was placed right in front of me, literally on like a silver platter. And I was like, wow. And I can't even call myself stupid. And that's something that you need to have compassion on yourself for because things that you were not aware of are things that you cannot be stupid for. You can be ignorant. Ignorance is not a bad word. Some people think it's a bad word, but ignorant literally just means a lack of knowledge. So if you didn't know, if you were not aware to this, because you, you were never confronted with this knowledge, then you can't be stupid. Right? Stupid, to me, is being aware and doing nothing about it. I don't know if you're on the new social media app threads. At all, you should go follow me there. It's, uh, it's a new, people are calling it a Twitter competitor. It's not really, but it's a new uh, social media platform from Meta. Yes, of course, from Meta. It's taking the world by storm right now. But what I put down nothing, or what I put down this morning, specifically, was kind of about this, about awareness. Because once you have awareness of something and you choose to do nothing, that's when you're stupid, right? And what I put down today is, if you think the cost is too high, wait until you get the bill for doing nothing. I pulled it up right now. You can go look at it. That was literally from today. So as I'm reading this book, and I'm reading about Tim Grover, I start to see how he interacts with people, but even more so MJ and how he chose his team, and how he didn't work with people unless they wanted to win. And he starts to define what winning is and winning he asked people in one word, what is winning to you? And my answer right away was everything. You know, it's like whatever I need to do, it's I'm going to I'm going to win. That's the goal. And then when I win, guess what? There's another game and I'm going to go win that one, too. Sure, there might be some losses around uh, around the corner and and maybe here and there. But at the same time, I'm just out to win and I'm not going to play with people. I'm not going to put people on my team that just don't want to win, that just want to be there. I'm not here to play with some bench warmers or people that just want their two minutes in the spotlight, but they don't put in the time and the effort to actually prepare for the game. So as I'm, as I'm reading this, I'm starting to think it's like, what's the purpose of what I really do? You know, why do I really do this right here? Why do I do? Why do I have a podcast? Why do I go on TV? Why do I try to talk people into something, you know, and it's not so much that. I'm trying to motivate them because I think now after reading this, it's like an evolution of my own mind that it's everyone's own responsibility to motivate themselves. Now what I will do is I will bring awareness, I will bring truth, I will bring knowledge, maybe something that you haven't heard before. And then you can look at yourself and it's your own, your own conscience, you have to look deep in your heart and reconcile with that on your own. So here's the reality of, of some things now. And I hate brutal honesty, I hate that phrase, you know, because that's not it, it's just things are what things are, facts are what facts are, truth is truth, period. And this is where some people could take this wrong, and it's okay, because you must not want to win, if you take this the wrong way. I look back years ago, and I'm going to tell you a story. I walk into a local liquor store, right in Chicago, we have a store called Benny's. And Benny's is like, a it's a ginormous liquor store. I mean, if you think of like Best Buy, right, and how that's kind of like a chain for electronics, Benny's is that way. So it's not like the, the corner liquor store or anything. These guys, they have a couple dozen locations across Chicago. They're really, really clean, really, really laid out nicely. It's like the best buy of liquor stores, really everything's on display, it's it's fantastic. And if you know anything about me, if you follow me or whatever else, you know that I like Scotch. I like Scotch a lot. And I walk in and especially I like Macallan, I walk into the store and I see it's a brand new Benny's a couple years ago. And I walk in there and it's, you know, the closest one to me now it's like five minutes down the road from where I live. And I walk in and I see this bottle of Macallan that is $6,000. And I see it and I'm like, wow, and I look down, it's called McAllen M. That's it just M. No age statement, you know, not McAllen 12, 15, 18, 21, 25, 30, none of that, not a, not a rare cask, because the rare cask is actually about the same price as McAllen 18. It's just a limited edition annual release. I see this bottle, I'm like, that's got to taste pretty freaking good, if it's $6,000. And I, I was, I actually had the benefit of having a half ounce of it, probably about a year and a half ago, the first time I actually tried it and it was on a flight that I had, it was a McAllen flight at a rooftop bar in the city. And I ended up uh, uh, obviously falling in love with it. So I think back to this day when I was with this general manager at the store, and I'm like, dude, I'm like, do you ever sell any of these? And he's like, well, actually, when we opened, we had two of them. And we just sold one of them. And guess who bought the one? and I don't remember the name he said, but it was a a player for the Chicago Cubs. I'm like, that's awesome. He's like, yeah, he came in. He's he's like, he wanted to have a a celebratory night with his family. I'm like, that's really cool. That's amazing. Uh, So I, I go home and I think about this. I'm like, you know what? When I do my first million dollar deal, because I mean, if if you're looking at, as a as a service provider, right? If you're if you're or a, a business owner or whatever, and you're looking at that, and you're like, some people are like, I wish I could make a million dollars a year, and I'm thinking big, and I'm like this the first time, and at this in 2019, you know that was, I think if not the first year, it was the second year that we actually made seven figures in revenue, a million dollars, cracked the the seven figure plateau, right? Now we're into multiple eights, which is awesome, right? With our mergers and acquisitions and everything. It's phenomenal. I'm really, really grateful as far as the quick acceleration, right? It took 10 years to get to one point, but then it like took two years to double and triple and quadruple that. That's just natural laws of the universe because you can accelerate your knowledge that way. You don't have to relearn those lessons. You've already paid the dummy tax. You don't have to repeat those things because now you have greater understandings and things can accelerate that way. So what took you 10 years to do the first time typically will just take you one or two the next time. And then after that, it just takes you one to two months. And then after that, it might take you just a week to accomplish the same thing. That's how this it's like a a law of compounding success. Compound growth. It's, it's a cool principle. I should put this as a chapter in my new book. I'm writing a new book, which I'll give you an excerpt of today that has to do with this. It, it's just how things work. And I'm standing here in the liquor store looking at this bottle, and then I go home and I'm thinking, shoot, you know, we, we just made a million dollars this year, a little over that, like 1.1 million, something like that, the year in revenue. And I'm thinking, the day I do a million dollars in one sale, one single sale, not over a year, but one single sale. That's when I will buy a bottle of McAllen M. And that's the promise that I made to myself. So then here we are, right, four years later, and right here, holding in my hands is a bottle of Macallan M. And you can see that there's a little bit and just a tiny little bit that's that's out of this right here. Ryan, who's uh, my VP of operations and I just cracked this open today. Today, because we just had a deal funded a couple days ago for exactly the promise that I made to myself four years ago. It's really freaking awesome. And as I went into the store to buy this literally just this morning, I see the general manager there and I'm like, I know you have this in your case. It's a different store, by the way, it's like the other direction. So it's 15 minutes down the road that way, rather than five minutes down the road the other way where I first saw this because they, the five minute store didn't have it in stock anymore. Uh, this one did this was another brand new store that just opened up like three months ago and it's huge it's it's freaking awesome i mean i can get lost in there and i love all the all the sele- huge selection and i walk i'm like i know you have one of these and i'm sure it's in your case i didn't even walk over to look at it right i just asked the gentleman I'm like could you get that out for me he's like uh, uh yeah yeah absolutely let's do them I'm like cool i'm gonna go look around for a little bit see if there's anything else i might want like regular stuff <laughs> and then I'll come back up and I'll buy this. So I walk back up. He's like, Oh, man, he's like, Hey, are you celebrating or something like that? I'm like, you know, I, I closed a deal. And I made a promise to myself that when I closed a deal like this, that this is what's going to happen. And truth be told, you know, I I actually teed things up. And then Ryan hit the ball out of the park with this, just absolutely incredible. And so it was a cool team effort. I mean, literally, it's like I'm going back to this book with Tim Grover. It was like Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. That's exactly how how I looked at this. And it's like Michael maybe could have won without Scottie, but I probably not six times, (laughs) probably not six championships. Those two were the two, you know, and that's a lot of ways on how I see Ryan, who's been working with me for years. I've known him in longer than that, almost two decades now. I mean it's it's literally that way. I see it in that in that fashion. And as I answer his question, I'm you know, like, you know, big deal. I'm like, you know, I almost talk my I'm telling him this. I'm like, I almost talk myself out of it. Yesterday, it's like, oh, I don't need to do that. You know, there, there's no way I need to do that. You know, seven figures hit the bank account in one single day, one single fucking day, seven hing- seven figures hit the bank account. And Like I almost thought it's like, I don't need to do that. But then I'm like, what are you talking about? So you made yourself a promise to this. And I've talked about, if if you don't listen to my podcast, you, you need to, you need to subscribe because I talked about what manifestation really is. Manifestation is nothing more than the outcome of the momentum that you've generated through consistent action. That's how simple it gets, you know? So I'm thinking about this. I even talked to a coach of mine. Last night, and I'm like, "Why is it that I can't seem to like stop in the moment and celebrate these things?" And she's like, "Well, there's nothing wrong with you with that because I was thinking there was something wrong with me because some people go and throw a huge party with stuff like this." I'm like, "Why is it that way?" She's like, "Well, you should, you know, but at the same time, don't think there's anything wrong with you for that because it's kind of like, well, of course this happened because I put all of this effort in and exactly what I did. Well, duh, yeah, this happened today." And it's like, when it happens, that's exactly how I feel. I'm like, you hit the nail on the head. She's like, it's like going into, a, into your new house, right? And you're looking around and people are like, oh, you know, it's like, you have a new house. You're like, duh, I know because I built it. You know, it's like, I, 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 re, I realize it's like, I put the actions in. So this is like the natural outcome of it. So manifestation is not some woo woo stuff. It is nothing more than the momentum that you've generated from your consistent actions. So it's like, when it happens, it's like, of course it happened. You know, and that's kind of how I felt with this. It's like, you know what, but to have it continue to happen, I need to, I need to fulfill what I said I was going to do for everybody else and even especially for myself. And when i'm talking with the guy and he gets he's like man the last time we sold one of these he's like i used to be at a different store down the street and we sold it to a player for the chicago cubs i'm like, I'm like that's the last time you sold one of these and he, he's like yeah it sure is he's like you know, i remember that he came in he's like that was like 45 years ago something like that i'm like dude i'm like you told me this story like four or five years ago so i'm the next person in all of Chicago." with with this chain with Benny's which is really the only one that carries this I'm the next person nobody since me in all of Chicago that has bought this six thousand dollar bottle he's like no you're you're the, you're it then he's like that's so funny I'm like you were over at that store he's like I was that was the store I managed before they opened up this bigger one I'm like oh my gosh I'm like dude we had this conversation already and we, we enjoy a laugh and and in that moment, I'm thinking it's like, you know what, when I look back, it's like it wasn't just that I went home. It wasn't just that I went home and said and made the deal with myself that when I do this. This is what the rewards going to be to to continue to manifest things forward and push even more forward momentum through consistent actions. It wasn't just that like when he was talking about this it, when I first saw this four years ago in the store and he's telling me the story about the Cubs player and he's saying yeah we just sold one of these I had the thought in my head wouldn't it be cool if I was like the next one that they sold one of these to and here it is I end up being that person guys this isn't luck I don't believe in luck luck is nothing more than time matching your preparation. That's all it is. When you are prepared for something, and then opportunity comes in that specific time that matches your preparation. Because you got opportunities like this passing you by all day long, every day, Same thing that I just got the same type of opportunity and you could probably even fulfill those types of services right now with your competency level. There's nothing more except the fact that you're missing them because you're not prepared. And it has nothing to do with being prepared functionally operationally. It's about being prepared up here in your mind. You start to think bigger. You start to do things and you start to go out that way, you'll start to see that things are happening. Now I said that I'm writing a new book, I actually have it mostly done. And there's a part about action and thought that I want to read to you today. It's pretty incredible. It's pretty powerful. Because it's actually even about harnessing the power of visualization, right? And that's exactly what I did. To make your visions a reality, you have to establish a solid connection with it. And the secret sauce to achieving that connection? It's a simple yet powerful word, gratitude. First off, recognize that there's a well of potential within you from which all of your achievements spring. Second, believe that this potential can deliver everything you desire. And third, connect with this potential through a deep sense of gratitude. Those three things is how this ended up happening, how seven figures ended up materializing in the bank account in one day. I want the same for you. And this isn't a guy that's like that has inherited money and decided to start a business or anything like that. This is a guy that literally had $0 laid off in the hole foreclosure happening on his condo on unemployment. That was me. Nothing like I actually drove by my condo the other day, the first condo that that I ever had as an adult where my twins were born. And, And I'm taking a look up at that. And it's like 900 square feet. That's it two bedrooms and I had three kids under the age of three in that place. The only reason I got to where I am right now is because of consistent action. But action has to follow thoughts, action has to follow visualization, action has to follow what you want. So put it out there. What do you want? You have to think long and hard about that. What do you actually really want? When you figure that out, start to say it literally every single day. I gave you the steps. Number one, recognize that there's a well of potential within you from which all your achievements spring. Number two, believe that this potential can deliver everything you desire. And number three, connect with this potential through a deep sense of gratitude.